This is episode two of Business Matters. We are focusing today with Jerry Shea from Market and Johnson. So welcome to our group and everybody out there in the listening world. Uh, we also want to thank our Paragon sponsors, Prevail Bank and Royal Credit Union. Um, if you're interested in sponsoring us, we do have some openings for this. So give Phil or myself a call here at the chamber and we would be glad to talk to you. So as I mentioned, our focus today is Market and Johnson and Jerry Shea. Jerry is the current president of Market and Johnson, but uh, we'll get into that shortly. But he also has some news. He's graduating from yes. Market and Johnson. So maybe start with that, Jerry, instead of ending with it. What's it What's it mean to you to be graduating from Market and Johnson? Well, uh, a very good friend of mine told me a long time ago that, that retirement is the second to the last milestone. You know, a milestone being, you know, you graduate from high school, you graduate from college, you get your first job, you get married, you have your first kid, your first kid goes off, gets married, and the second to the last is your retirement. And I'm like, well, then I'm going to graduate because I'm way too young to be at my second to the last <laughs> milestone. <laughs> so I'm going to graduate from the Market and Johnson School of, of Hard Knocks. Uh, it's been a great ride for the last 34 years. Um, as I told Dave before, I'm going to take a gap year or two and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. And, uh, but it's been a great experience with everything Market and Johnson and all the opportunities that they've opened up to me. And I couldn't be more grateful. Well, that's, and, and that's exciting that you can do that and, and, and be an opportunity. Because I think we've both seen people who have pushed it too far. Right. And then they do pull the pin and retire. And within a year or two, unfortunately you know, something happens, you know. That's right. And that. yep. So, okay. So you just talked about being there for 30 years. So what is your story with them? I mean, tell us a little bit about your background, maybe where you came from. How sure. did how did you get here? Well, uh, actually, I drew, I was born and raised not too far from here. I was born at the old Sacred Heart Hospital that's up on the hill and, born and raised down in the lower west side. Uh, so I remember this whole area as I, as I was growing up. I went off to school to UW-Stout. And uh, at that point, I didn't think there was any opportunity or any chance I'd ever come back to Eau Claire because it's like sure. everyone else, I'm going to leave and, yep. and I'll see you suckers later and so on and so forth. But um, I met Marv Market when I was at uh, UW-Stout. I was the president of the Student Construction Association over there. And then that led to an opportunity with Mark and Johnson. Actually, my brother Jim was a, was a carpenter with Mark and Johnson. Oh, okay. Dan Market, uh, when I sent in my resume when I graduated, and there was a lot of people who submitted their resume, I remember Dan telling me afterwards that, you know, uh, the fact of the matter is because your brother Jim was working at, at, at Market and Johnson with us, and he was a very hard worker, that we figured that his younger brother couldn't be a complete <laughs> loser. <laughs> So if it, it's all because of Jim. He's actually okay. one who told me about the job. And okay. so uh, so that's why I started the Market & Johnson. I didn't think there would ever be an opportunity like that here. Um, it was a family-owned business at that time and had been family-owned since 1965 after it was started as a partner-owned build, uh, company in 1948. And, uh, well, it just evolved from there. And we, okay. before you know it, I went to a partner-owned business in 2000. and 2004, Dan gave me an amazing opportunity on top of the already amazing opportunity he gave me back in 1987. I'm going to date myself by saying that. <laughs> and uh, it's just been an amazing ride ever since. And um, you know, the opportunities that Dan Market has given me and my family, but all the opportunities he's given us to so many families yeah. and, and over, over the many, many years. And it's just, it's just been an amazing ride. 
Well, certainly, and you know, we, we, we see it a lot today with your banners literally all over town. And Dan always, I think, talk, jokes about Lee, if I can get this right, he wanted a, a billboard on the outside of town built by Mark and That's Johnson. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a fair <laughs> statement to that. But through your years, how have you seen business in the Eau Claire area? What are the ebbs and flows? Well, you know, that is a really, really great Great question. You know, I just I just look, especially downtown. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up, uh, downtown, you know, it was when the, um, oh, what was it, London Square Mall. You know, when that opened up, you know, people were concerned about downtown. Okay. Eau Claire going away. Then Oakwood Mall opened up, and they're like, there's no way down t- downtown Eau Claire would ever survive. I remember going to Woolworth when I was a little kid. And then, so, and how busy downtown was. But when I was growing up, it wasn't busy. It it was a ghost town. Sure. And, you know, and we're, and obviously that was well before my time, but M&J was busy down in downtown um, Eau Claire at that time, you know, building the um, Hilton, which is now the uh, Lismore, building the parking ramp, and just that whole evolution. And then Mark and Johnson was busy building out at Oakwood Mall. And okay. I, I remember some of my first jobs that I started at, at Mark and Johnson. I was a project manager out at Oakwood Mall in these small little build-outs and uh, worked on the Sears that was built out okay. at Oakwood Mall. And I was a, as a project manager and worked on a lot of different things out there on the Shields store, et cetera. And so I saw everything kind of move out and work, work with Commonweal with all the great projects that, that, that they've got out there. But then all of a sudden we start to see the migration back downtown. And has yeah. that ever been great? You know, some some people who had some real vision, you know, like Charlie Grossklaus, with yes. the, like with RCU and with Jack Kaiser and his whole family with everything that they're doing down at Banbury to start bringing everything back down to downtown Eau Claire. Yep. And then all of a sudden we start seeing these these amazing buildings. Pablo decides to build downtown. Uh, the city of Eau Claire invests heavily in downtown Eau Claire. UW Eau Claire invests. And now we just see that investment just just keep on continuing, and it's just been it's it's been amazing to see it, and I've been so proud to be to be a part of that in a very small way. And it is you know again I've only been here four years now, but but like you said, it's it that vision of that first person, you know, of RCU and 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 those folks. Uh, you know, again, some of the stories I heard, there there wasn't a lot of support for them in the beginning no. to go there, no. but but to have the ability and the vision, but to to have the courage to to say we believe in this, and then yep. to see that, as you said, you know, Jack and the rest follow suit and say, okay, yep. you know, not many communities right now can can tout the the the, the downtown that we have and the ability of the growth. And you know, we were in a development meeting about two weeks ago, and there's not a lot of land available left in downtown, which is great, yep. you know. Yep. But you know, and and we see it now. We joked a little bit the other day, but we see it. You know, more buildings are going higher. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yes. we, right. Right now, there's three cranes in downtown Eau Claire. Now, when can when when would be the last time we saw a crane in downtown Eau Claire? Well, three cranes is just amazing. It's the three tower cranes, and um, I thought the same thing on my way in today. After last night's wind, I want to make sure that at least two of them were <laughs> still were standing. Still there. They were all three standing. I was so happy. Uh, but you know, it it is just an amazing testimony to people with vision. You know, like Brian Amundsen with the city of Eau Claire, someone who who unfortunately is 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 gone from us. His vision with the city leaders. To, to start pulling people back and the, yeah. the grants to, to build Phoenix Park and to have that vision and, and to weather all the criticism. 
and there was a lot of criticism. Yes. Why are you I'm doing sure. it? Why yep. are you building this building to sell a lot of tomatoes? You got to sell a lot of tomatoes to make that uh, mm-hmm. everything work out yep. down there. And it worked out. Yeah. But if someone did not have that vision, and there was a lot of those leaders had that vision, and like you said, Dave, had the courage yeah, to actually do yeah. something about it, and then people who, who who really supported that and said, yes, let's do this. This yeah. is going to be cool. And now to look back and just see it continuing to go, you know, when the whole COVID thing hit, I think all of us kind of kind of held our breath oh. and said, is this going to be something that's going to stop us from right. this great, you know, this great momentum? And to see that it hasn't, yeah. and that all of us said, "Hey, we we can figure this out. We yep. can keep on going. It's not going to be the same, but it can be. It's going to be different. It's going to be all right." Yeah. And now to see it, you know, here we are again. We, you know, just M and J has six projects in downtown Eau Claire, and and we see so so many other people getting things going and, and reinvesting down here, and it's great to see where we people could have had an excuse to stop. Yes, where yep. they basically paused a little bit and then reloaded yeah. and then said, let's get after this thing and let's keep going. And and when this thing's all over, and it will be over someday, and we are just going to have this amazing downtown that's going to be the heart of our area. It's just going to keep on growing. It's it's amazing stuff. It, it really is. is. Well, and one of the things you kind of touched on that, that, that I was really amazed to find out when I moved here too is, you know, again, we go back to Uniroyal closing. And, you know, between Union Royal and the federal government, they they gave the city a fair amount of, I mean, over $30 million, you know. And, and I remember talking to several people, and, you know, there was that thought back then, as you mentioned, of not necessarily going after smokestacks, but investing in the community, building yeah. a community that people want to live in and the businesses will follow. And certainly to this day, we see that, you know. And, again, the other thing I've been really proud to be part of this community is the collaboration. When yes. when you look at projects, it isn't necessarily somebody trying to double what somebody just did. It's like, okay, if RCU did this and Pablo is doing this, what's left? Where do we fit in? And how do you see that from your standpoint in the construction side? How do you work with those individuals to get what maybe their vision is? Well, we've been very fortunate. You know, and just going about, about what you what you just mentioned. Look at what Altoona is doing as well. Yes. And the city of yeah. Eau Claire and Altoona working together to keep that momentum going. And you see that, you know, working with all these partnerships, you know, again and again and again. Cities that sometimes could be in competition with each other saying, hey, Very we're much better so. if we yeah. work together and we keep this going. Menominee, Chippewa Falls, Eau Claire, Altoona, it just keeps on going. But then also, you know, like, for instance, with the Children's um, Museum, you know, here's something where half and us are, are working together. You know, okay. and, and you don't see a lot of contractors work hand in hand. Yes. And we're working hand in hand on that, and we're going to make that an amazing building in downtown Eau Claire. And so it, it's amazing how you get this this whole potential. UW-Eau Claire, you know, who would have ever seen UW-Eau Claire to have the courage to move downtown so far away from the campus yeah. and do something amazing? And it's just, it's bringing more people downtown. And, you know, so these partnerships keep building on each other. And all the partnerships that that Pablo has has going right now and, and what the Sonatags are doing with Mayo. Oh, my gosh. And then, That's... you know, and what Mayo's doing with UWO Claire, you know, with the science building. And it just seems like it takes a, one or two partnerships to get things rolling, and it just keeps building yeah. and building and building and building. And it just keeps on, you know, like uh, – 
like a ripple in a wave and a flat pond. It just keeps building and building. It keeps going out. Yeah. And you're never not quite sure where it's going to stop. And well, and, and it's you know, neat. It is. It's very exciting. Like you said, you know, I think a lot of people, pandemic started, we all took that deep breath. But I can remember being on a call with about a dozen counterparts across the country when we kind of came out six months ago and started listing off all of these projects, again, just downtown. Mm-hmm. I had some of my counterparts in bigger communities. They're like, send us one of those, please. We got, <laughs> we got nothing. And so I think, again, people sometimes take it for granted. Or what I say is we all get in that rat trap. We don't drive differently. Yep. So if you're not aware of what's going on in our community, especially downtown, come on down. Look at all of, the, again, the cranes, the workers. Um, and, and that's kind of one of the things that I wanted to touch on, too. You know, again, everybody that we know of is having a hard time finding bodies. Mm-hmm. Control With all of these projects, are you looking for workers? Are you having a hard time? Or how are you managing keeping them all going? So far, so good, actually. Okay. We have we have our base crew. We've been very lucky for, for a long time. We've been able to you know really build this, the, our, our young people coming up and keep growing that, keep growing that. Um, are we still looking? Absolutely, we all are. But are we happy with, with where we're at? Yeah, we are. You okay. know, and we, we've been able to attract a lot of really good good talent. People want to live in this area. And so that is something where, you know, like even even when I was graduating from high school, a lot of people were looking to get out. Yeah. People are looking yep. to either stay here or come here because of all these neat things going on. Absolutely. And so, you know, so that has been um, uh, very exciting to be able to keep that that pattern going. Now, materials, that's been a bit more of a challenge, you know, and some things that we that we normally take for granted, you know, like getting uh, reinforcing steel. That okay. goes in concrete. You know, we've had trouble getting number nine and number ten rebar for God's sake, since it's affected two of our downtown projects for for a few weeks. While we're waiting for that, um, getting an overhead door, sometimes that's out to eighteen to twenty four weeks. Oh that's gosh. never been a problem before. Sure. And it's just these little weird things. But you know, we're doing everything we can to try to figure that out and try to get in, get in front of that so it doesn't create problems. But yeah, it's it's strange and unusual times to say the least when when it comes to stuff like that. But uh, you know, with with people using the tools that they have in front of them, trying to figure this out, trying to get in front of all these things and identify where those delays could be we're able to figure that out but again it's just good old american ingenuity sure there's a challenge let's figure this out we can work together and we can get through this thing so no, I'm, I'm assuming again most people are aware of, but you're not just in Eau Claire. You're, you're down Lacrosse. Yep. You're you're making some inroads over into the cities and right. everything. Yes. How is that starting to affect, or or more importantly, maybe why those decisions were made? Well, you know, we don't want to get too far away. You know, if if you really look at the three areas that we're in, actually, we're moving from our Oakdale office to a building in Stillwater that we purchased and we're currently um, renovating right now. It's a really nice triangle. And one thing that we've noticed over the years is that well, one area might be booming, another area may not be booming. Okay. And you know, and 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 with construction, your people know that they have to move, and they have to go. We get to choose where we live. We don't get to choose where we work. Our okay. clients get to choose where we work. And, sure. And that's just the way we are in construction. Yep. We get that. We got to go to where the work's at. So if you really look at that triangle, it works out really well for us. Our people like to flow between that 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 triangle. Obviously, we take work outside of that, right? But we can h- handle a lot of things in that triangle. Okay. And we can kind of take that ebb and flow, 
and we can keep our our, our base going. Sure. So, and what's uh, our biggest concern is always if we don't have that next job to go to, and that's why we're very you know always working on that. But this just gives us a way to keep that next job that we have to go to to okay. keep that in front of us and within that triangle where our people like to work and live. Sure. So with that a little bit, you know, again coming from Superior, I, I learned a little bit about you guys before I actually moved down here because you built, I think, twelve uh, quick trips in the Twin yeah. Ports. Yeah. Um, so they've obviously been a strong partner years for for quite a while. Are there other businesses like that that you have those relationships with that you kind of know, you know, when they build, you know, we're going to work with them. Yeah, and that works out really well. You know, you know, construction is a game of a lot of base hits and doubles and triples and not a lot of home runs. Every once in a while you get that home run, but if you're always swinging for that home run, you're going to miss those base miss. hits. Yep. Yep. And so we like to keep working with clients and keep working on that, you know, this project leads to another one leads to another one leads to another one and make sure we're always working for that next project okay and that works out extremely well but we're blessed with so many great clients you know and but like like here in eau claire commonweal pablo uh and and nestle and 3m and and so many that are just you know and they as as they grow we get to grow grow with them Okay. And, that, and, and it's so important and always looking for that, 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 that new client and, you know, and making sure that, you know, everyone thinks we're a big contract. All we want is the small jobs. That's not true. A lot of our jobs are very, very small. Okay. And those small jobs lead to, those, to, the next to, the, to, to that next base hit, to the next double, to the next triple. And that's what's so important to, to, to keep an eye on taking care of all, that, all those different size projects okay. and clients. Let me kind of start wrapping this up and look sure. at two questions that I'd, I'd like to ask you is um, being raised here, doing business for all these years, what is the one thing that you think Eau Claire needs? One thing that Eau Claire needs, man, we are blessed with with so many so, with so many different things. See, I guess the one thing that it's not that it's not here now because it is, mm-hmm. but if we can continue to to find that common ground. And not let things divide us. To continue okay. to find that common ground, and I think the chamber has done a very good job of that. And I think it 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 has been a leader, and will continue to be a leader in trying to find that common ground instead of trying to divide everything sure. up. Yep. If, if we continue to do that, I think this this whole area is unstoppable. I really do. And it's just, I think we've got that spirit where we're Midwest nice, yep. you know, yep. as Charlie Barron's would say. <laughs> and so we're kind of built that way to yes. uh, begin with. And we're not, we don't like being rude to each other. We don't like people being rude to us. So I think we're kind of built that way. But if we can continue to get that, keep that partnership and work to, to find that common ground, sometimes we might have to compromise a little bit. But right. We can do that. Right. And we can figure this out. Well, and that really answers the second question. But to your point about compromise, when I look back at the task force that was created between the chamber and the city, mm-hmm. that really was about compromise. Absolutely. It was about every meeting we had, it was like, okay, we're not all agreement, but where, where's the middle? Where's that compromise? That's this right. is what we can live with. So, yep. And those partnerships that build yes. out of that, you know, and look at all the partnerships oh. that are so successful in this yeah. area. Absolutely. It's just amazing. Yeah, it, it's, it's been good. So, Jerry, I want to thank you. And thank again, you, congratulations on your graduation. Thank and you. Uh, after you take that off here, come on down. I'm sure we can find something for you to do here. 
You've got <laughs> a lot of knowledge and a lot of commitment to this community. And as we wrap up here, we got just a few announcements that I want to throw out to everybody. Uh, please stay tuned for a major announcement on Monday, January 3rd. It's going to be about our annual meeting, Oh, What a Night, in 2022. You're not going to want to miss that. And then we have our business after hours on Monday, January 10th. And our host that evening is uh, Ellie Phillips Career Development Center. It starts at 4.30, and it's going to be at Mancino's at their new location, kind of over by WEAU and... um the complex and quick trip all kind of on that corner there. So looking forward to having you all there for the start of the year. So with that, I, I just wish everybody, I, I hope you had a wonderful uh, year so far. I hope you had a wonderful Hanukkah season. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and just a gracious new year to all of you. Take care. <music>